Hey everybody, this is Tom Lynn, and uh, thanks for listening to my station here on Anchor. This is some, I guess, an inaugural uh, episode. So I just want to add a few remarks here as to what I'm going to endeavor to do with the station here. Um, and it's in connection with the circumstance that very often the resources on which we draw to address the issues, the challenges, the questions that confront us have a relatively contemporary uh, feel to them. And certainly there's nothing innately defective about that tact. But one potential deficit to that tact is it can contribute to a sort of amnesia as to the resources of the past, uh, even the relatively near past, and by the relatively near past, I mean the 19th and 20th century, where people did a lot of very solid thinking. And a lot of that thinking has sort of been uh, not necessarily cast altogether to the wayside, but has fallen out of our general awareness. So in the hope of uh, addressing this situation, I want to uh, take up books and texts and authors and ideas which still exhibit a really sometimes a startling re relevance to what's going on with us today, but about whom we may have uh, forgotten. And in this uh, regard, um, I think we'll start by talking about uh, Herbert Marcuse's book, uh, The One-Dimensional Man, which I've just started on this text uh, today, or rather last night, I suppose, strictly speaking. And uh, over the next few days, as I go through it, I'm just going to go ahead and try and recapitulate some of the, the major points that he addresses. Um, that text was written right around uh, the early 60s, the late 50s. And I'll have to double check the exact date, but essentially 50 or 60 years ago. And what's striking is how he presciently captures the problematics of technology. He doesn't do this in a manner which then just sort of throws the baby out with the bathwater, but he indicates how the technological or the uh, preoccupation that we have with the technological can contribute to. Uh, actually a totalitarian society. And here he doesn't mean totalitarian as we usually hear the word uh, with respect to a violently oppressive political arrangement, but rather with the manner in which how the logic and the reasoning which are sanctioned by the general discourse will funnel people into a singular course of action that is more or less antithetical to freedom more fundamentally attained. And here I might inject the concept of freedom that we can find in someone like Jean-Paul Sartre or Simone de Beauvoir or other people say in the existentialist tradition, freedom as a disposition to an open future and, and, and an acknowledgement of indeterminacy and of different trajectories of possibility. At our junction, it becomes difficult to sometimes see these alternative trajectories 
because of the and, and Marcuse's argumentation, the logic of the technological, which is actually operating at a more fundamental level than that of simply a political or economic or social framework. And I'll go ahead and my subsequent uh, episode and try and spell out his argument in greater detail. So, so much by way of trying to give you guys a feel of the sorts of things I'm going to be discussing here. And uh, again, let me reiterate my gratitude for listening. And, uh, you know, feel free to chime in. If you have any particular question or something you'd like me to, you know, address, please just uh, send that along and I'll do my best to reply accordingly. This has been Tom and I'll talk to you cats on the flip side. Ciao for now.